It takes a humble mind and a curious spirit to go past the hubris that ignorance and knowledge bring. Through questions, specific concerns are addressed, doubts are dissolved, and understanding is achieved, which is the goal of this podcast. We believe asking questions provides one of the quickest and most precise routes to understanding, which translates into the correct execution of actions and the attainment of desired outcomes. This is where Solomon Ray comes in. Solomon Ray is a prolific Bible teacher, executive leader, advisor and sponsor, known for his love for Jesus Christ and people, wisdom and unique incursions into God's word to provide relevance, clarity and understanding for personal leadership and a more productive life in Christ Jesus through every area of life. We trust this podcast will help you provide clarity to the burning questions you've been harboring all these years. Let's delve into the podcast and listen attentively as Solomon Ray brings clarity, insight and understanding to some questions. Take a listen. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everyone. My name is Mengot Larinda from Cameroon, Oya to be precise. My question is on the topic purpose and the goals does. What happens when you discover your purpose and yet you're unable to have the right resources to fund it? Thank you. Hello, good day to you and trust you're doing well. Thank you very much for being part of this episode still and thank you for joining us. Thank you for always making it a point of duty to be part of us and to you who is listening the first time, you're welcome. And we sincerely wish that you find your stay in our midst most instructive and that whatever content that you find in this podcast will help you in a way to advance your Christian life, advance your purpose, your knowledge of who you are in Christ, understand who Jesus means to you and understand the role that you have to play in his kingdom come project. Once more, thank you very much. God bless you. Welcome to Ask Solomon Ray podcast, your favorite show with your host, of course, myself, Solomon Ray. Through this podcast, we seek to dissolve your doubts so you can perceive life and approach it correctly, understanding your Christian work with Jesus Christ and your Christian living with others, maximizing your time, purpose, an assignment for the glory of God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's open up with a word of prayer. Thank you, Father, for yet another time and day. We want to thank you for the care. We want to thank you for your grace. We want to thank you for life. We want to thank you for health that you granted us last week. We want to thank you for the opportunities. We want to thank you for the knowledge. We want to thank you for never sparing any moment to teach us that which you expect from us. Thank you, Lord, for deploying everything that you have available to make sure that we are well informed and that we have all that we need to propel our lives and to maximize our lifetime for you here in the earth. I want to thank you, Father, for all the listeners that you keep bringing into this program. Lord, bless them as they listen. Lord, I pray may you speak to them 
may you teach them, may you reveal yourself to them, and may you make them see the glory that is in serving you. And above all, dissolving and dissipating every ounce of doubt that they may have and bringing light so they can see and perceive clearly. I want to thank you for using me and for using my voice. And I pray that may you brood upon all that I have to relay yourself to other people. Thank you, Father, as we are about to start start with us and end with us as well so that at the end of the day all the glory goes back to you be glorified in everything we think do and say in jesus name we pray amen So our question for today is a very interesting one, of course, and I think we've uh, had to talk about something similar in the past, but now it's just looking at some other angle. So our questioner for today is Mengod Larinda from Cameroon, as you must have heard from her question. And the summary, you know, of her question is, you know, when we have the lack of funds given that we've discovered our purpose what should we do when we have lack of funds and we've discovered our purpose what should we do thank you very much larinda for that question purpose is always something that i want to take out time to address because it is one field that many people think first that is basic and many people think that they have a mastery of what purpose is and we have a tendency of just glossing over it and we are just pushing and focusing on just making sure that we do and we do and we do what we have to do purpose is a very very vast and very deep subject it's just so disconcerting to me that we were supposed to be the light by we i mean christians believers Jesus disciples of Jesus because he said we are the light and that as far as he is in the world through us he is the light of the world and we are the salt of the earth without us the earth has no taste without us the inhabitants of the earth will be in darkness so for me i find it very surprising and shocking that for the most part we the disciples of Jesus Christ have instead become the students of those whom we are supposed to reveal the light to why am i saying this because on the subject of purpose the world has done everything possible to secularize every space to take god out of every space to take god out of every notion of learning so even our definitions have a stint even our definitions of terms and subjects of learning are void of god are void of jesus christ so the normal definition of purpose when you find not definition how to get to it they'll tell you you know how to get your purpose is look at what you're most passionate about so in other words get in touch with your feeling to find out why you're here and why and what you're called to do and i think that's a very very disturbing with every ounce of respect that i have for people who are doing enormous work in the field of leadership and purpose and 
beyond, but I think that it's time for us to really, really be the light that we are called to be, be the salt that we are called to be. Because if we do things that the world does and how they do what they do, then there is no light that we are bringing. We are only participating in the darkness that they are radiating through their ignorance. But that is not our lot. We are not ignorant because we hail from God, we hail from the Word, and we are God's bundle of creativity and intelligence and wisdom to this world. So may God help us. In a verse in the Bible, it says that God's intent for the church in Christ is that through the church, God will display His manifold wisdom, His multifaceted wisdom to the amazement of the rulers of darkness of this age. Because there is something they don't know and what they don't know is what we know and because God has granted us access to his life and nature and to his wisdom so we have access to intelligence which has never been before made available to any other being and class of being ever so I think that it's important that we understand that. So Larinda and to all listening I'll address this question it's a very simple one but because I like to use every opportunity to kind of relay information because my goal for whatever question that we have is not just to answer the question but also to release understanding so we are aware how to go about whatever thing we are going through and how we are participating in God's kingdom come project. So in addressing that question, we are first going to look at just three things. You know, what is purpose and the components of purpose and we'll look at the most critical components of purpose then I'll conclude with just addressing your concern, Larinda. So just sit back tight and let's ask ourselves this first question, what is purpose? And please, I repeat, this subject is one that can take me a lot of time, like a week and more every day to kind of like break it down. Unlike what we think that purpose is very basic and very straightforward, it is not. That's actually the most important component in everyone's life when it comes to God. Because God is a God of purpose. God is purpose-driven. God is purpose-led. God in his existence, purpose is built in into everything that he does. So purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Is the reason. But most often you find when we talk about purpose, we just go to talk about the thing that we are doing or the thing that we want to do. So the definition of purpose to many people is about your deed. Whereas purpose is about your reason. Your reason for doing whatever thing you want to do is very cardinal and more important than what you're doing. Because your motivation and the reason why you're doing whatever thing you're doing can and indeed can displace and disqualify whatever thing that you're doing. So because we are, for the most part, very sensual and that makes us to focus just on the outward part of things. So we find that we have glorified just the action. We have glorified actions a lot, but we have not vilified, that's a very strong word, but we have not paid attention to the reason why we do what we do. And the reason is what God is most interested in. The reason why you do what you do. The reason why I do what I do. The reason. 
So I repeat again, purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something or someone exists. Therefore, purpose does not focus really on activity but rather on the reason or the rationale for doing something. There is an overemphasis on what we do and we neglect other aspects of purpose. Of course, purpose has other aspects. It will not just be summarized on what you do and even about just the reason for doing it. Because before that happens, there are some things we have to know and we are going to find out what those components are. And it's important to note here that purpose is not derived from your feelings and or your emotions. It is not. Rather, purpose is derived from God. Your purpose, my purpose, is derived from God through the agency of his word. I have a lesson called the principle of error. And what's the principle of error? Whatever thing that you do that does not flow from God and his word leads you into error land. Jesus says it like this. You err because you don't know the scriptures. He didn't say you err because you didn't go to school. He didn't say you err because you've not studied biology or chemistry. He didn't say you err because you don't have a first degree or a master's or a PhD. He didn't say you err because you don't have experience. He said we err because we don't know the scriptures. Every time that we do something and whatever thing that we are carrying out does not flow from God and his word, we are in error automatically. And God through his word defines that the gold standard for everything that we do. If we want to do anything, we should look at God and how he manifests that through his word. It's very important. And we have to be careful to understand that maximizing purpose is not the same as maximizing potential. I hear this intertwined many times and we say we are here to maximize our potential. Maximizing your potential doesn't mean you've maximized your purpose. Maximizing your potential means you have brought to full end all, not all, well, all the abilities that you have. But it doesn't mean that you've maximized purpose. You are not here to maximize potential. You are here to maximize your purpose. For example, maximizing potential will be like this. So Jesus Christ comes into the scene and he has this wonder working abilities to multiply bread to heal the sick. Maximizing potential will mean that he has to maximize whatever thing that he is doing. So he goes ahead not just to multiply bread but to create a factory for bread and create an NGO where he is now concerned about feeding the poor globally. He's maximizing potential. He's making sure that he stretches his potential to the fullest extent. Imagine that he has now these healing abilities and he creates now an NGO and he creates an organization where people come and build hotels and everything. People come and he prays for them and they are healed and all the like. And he focuses just on maximizing potential and people come from all over the world and he focuses on just praying for them and feeding the poor and multiplying people's need or people's resources so they don't lack food to eat. And if he did that without dying on that cross, they wouldn't have the beautiful opportunity for salvation and to be born again in Christ Jesus. God would have filled in what he wanted to do in and through Jesus Christ. So maximizing your potential, though beautiful and it has place, but it is not the same as 
maximizing your purpose. Maximizing your purpose has to do with maximizing your time that you have here on earth to do and fulfill that which has been assigned to you. The fallacy of deriving your purpose from your passion is one of the biggest mistakes that we have made in our times and as Christians. Like I said before, you don't interpret your life from your feelings or emotions. You simply don't. It doesn't happen. You don't interpret your life from how you feel about it and from your emotions about a particular thing. You don't do that. Our purpose is derived from God. And I said the reason why we have entered this error is because we have just trusted the information and how the world does things. Meanwhile, the world has done everything to get rid of Jesus to get rid of the word to get rid of the supreme being that is in Christ Jesus and we have now placed ourselves as God therefore saying that we determine what is good and bad we are the architects of our own lives and destinies this is a classical school of thought or this is a classical idea from the humanist school of thoughts who disband the occurrence or the presence of any supreme being and enthrone man as God therefore for man to find relevance and direction and meaning must come from man himself through how man feels about the thing and it's so embarrassing that we have embraced all of that so let's just read from colossians chapter 1 from verses 15 to 17 from the message translation colossians chapter 1 from verses 15 to 17 from the message translation and like i always re-emphasize you can go to the show notes and we do our best to make sure that we have all the scriptures there so you can follow along so i read we look at this son that's jesus we look at this son and see the god who cannot be seen we look at this son and see god's original purpose in everything created for everything absolutely everything above and below visible and invisible rank after rank of angels everything god started in him and finds its purpose in him that's very instructive everything God started in him and finds his purpose in him. He was there before any of it came into existence and holds it all together right up to this moment. And when it comes to the church, he organizes and holds it together like a head does a body. But my area of focus is everything God started in him, in Jesus, in the word, in God. And everything finds its purpose in God, in Christ Jesus. Not in your feelings, not in how you feel about it not in what you're passionate about there is room for passion there is a place for passion but not for it to give you meaning about your existence you're far bigger than how you think or you're far bigger than how you feel about something passion is not fixed passion vacillates in time space and knowledge passion is not fixed you can grow passion in something you can lose passion for something just by having new information about somebody or something you can just lose passion about it so it's a very weak place to build our lives upon what you're passionate about and sometimes when i even think about it i'm so embarrassed that we have gotten to this place where passion becomes what drives our life meanwhile the bible says that we are not meant to live our life from how we feel feelings and things that this is what drives God mad. When we live our lives like that, when we interpret our lives only from our emotions and our quest for things, that's a very, very demeaning way of living in Christ Jesus. And it's a serious embarrassment to us all. 
We shouldn't be like that. We shouldn't live our life that way. We are the salt and we have to give the world meaning. If the world doesn't know any better, then we have to instruct the world. We have to tell them how things are done. So we look at the components of purpose. Of course, purpose has components. It's not about just what you're called to do. What you're called to do is a very infime part. And the reason why we focus just on what we are called to do do then we now go to programs to understand strategy and operation is because we assume one thing we assume that we know who we are that's the biggest assumption that we always make we know who we are i know who i am we have no idea who we are Again, this is a very good job that the world, through the humanist school of thought, they have made even Christians to just function by default. I know who I am, but we don't know who we are. In Christ Jesus, we have a new identity. In Christ Jesus, we are someone new. In Christ Jesus, we are a new creature. We are a new creature. And the word there is lycos for new. It means a creature that has not existed before. In Christ Jesus, it's not Slomore minus his sins. It's Slomore dying and a new creature. God makes a new creature out of me in Christ Jesus. So the person you're seeing now before who was born again and the person you're seeing now who is born again, those are two different creatures. So components of purpose, of course, number one is who are you? And as simple as that question might sound, but that's the question that gives people sleepless nights globally. Even those that you term as successful, who are you? Where are you from? I mean in Christ Jesus. So when I'm asking that question, don't try to interpret it from maybe, oh, my name is Solomon and I'm in Cameroon. I was born in Cameroon, so I'm from Cameroon. That's not how you interpret your life in Christ Jesus. For the person who doesn't know Christ Jesus, of course, that's how they can talk. But in Christ Jesus, we don't talk like that. Because according to Ephesians 2.10, we are recreated in Christ Jesus. There was a recreation that was made when we gave our life to Christ. There are two kinds of creations. There's the first creation when God created Adam and know eve in genesis and there is a second recreation where in christ jesus god recreates us into a totally new species so who are you in christ jesus number two where are you from again i will avoid giving answers to this question because it will take this podcast to about five hours or so because it's something that i need to really detail down and give you the information i'm just giving you this just for your reference to understand that purpose is far and wide it's not just what you think or what i thought in the past it's beyond that so i'm just giving this just for your information and to spark your interest to know that there is more that we have to know who are you where are you from why are you here what to do to accomplish your reason for being here how to do what has been assigned to you how to carry about your purpose how much time that's the seventh component i'm about to mention how much time has been assigned to you to fulfill your purpose and in that component it's broken down into two the first one is the times and seasons of your purpose and the overall time allocated for you to accomplish your purpose it's very important so let me just recap who are you number one number two where are you from number three why are you here number four who are you meant to become number five what to do to accomplish your reason for being here what are you meant to do what are you called to do to accomplish your purpose how do you do what you've been sent to do how do you go about fulfilling your purpose how do you go about doing it there's a methodology that god has for everyone 
and how much time has been assigned to you in accomplishing your purpose and i said that component has two sub items the first one is the times and seasons of your purpose and the overall time allocated for you for the times and seasons it talks about you know as a book is divided into chapters and maybe parts your life and my life is divided into times and seasons times has to do with the passing of days and seasons has to do with predefined or very crucial timelines in our lives maybe every five year mark there should be something that should happen in your life i'm just gonna example every five year mark so that's what the bible calls like the kairos and the chronos moments in our lives there are things that are meant to happen daily but there are things that happen in specific seasons seasons come with some very key components in our lives like you have mango trees don't produce mangoes every day or every month there is a mango season there is an avocado season there is a plum season i don't know just mention any popular fruit in your own country so you have a season for all those so when it's not the season for mango for example we cannot have mango but when there is a season that approaches and the season comes for mango you start finding those trees producing the mango fruit so our life is also tailored in that way but it's very important to identify this fact we focus a lot on what to do we focus a lot by we i mean as christians and even more so non-christians we focus a lot on what to do to accomplish our purpose because by default we think that we understand who we are we think we understand where we are from we think we understand why we are here and we think we understand what we are meant to become so we just focus on what to do but that's a very big error the most critical components of purpose are these four or let me say these five all those components are very important but if you have to single out the most critical components which determine your purpose without this your purpose falls comes down crashing as a pack of cards number one is who you are who you are is more important than what you do and who you are speaks of your identity who are you in christ jesus we don't have two lives so i don't like saying in christ jesus as if we have a life outside of christ jesus we don't have a life outside of him when we are born again we have just one life and it's a new life in him we have a new life in him we don't have a life outside of him so who are you speaks of your identity my identity and who i am is more important than what i do because what i do stems from who i am number two the second most critical component of purpose is where are you from if your answer is i'm from the usa i'm from cameroon i'm from brazil i'm from india your answer is wrong you are not from there in christ jesus you are not from there again like i said it's not the time and place for me to start explaining and giving you the answers to this because this will be a whole teaching now we are just trying to address a question but i'm just trying to give you the various contours of what purpose really is and what purpose stands for before i just delve into answering the question proper where are you from and this is important because this gives you your culture and your perspective in life where you are from grants you culture and your perspective in life it's very important your culture is not derived from where you were born physically 
in Christ Jesus, you lose that. In Christ Jesus, your culture is not the American culture. In Christ Jesus, my culture is not a Cameroonian culture. In Christ Jesus, my culture is not the African culture. In Christ Jesus, my culture is not the European and Western culture. In Christ Jesus, my culture is not the Asian culture. In Christ Jesus, my culture is where I am from. I'm from the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. That's where I hail from. So how I do what I do stems from, is derived from where I'm from, the kingdom of God. It has a culture, a way of doing things. And because I'm from there, everything I do, it gives me perspective. You know, just naturally, when maybe you leave your country where you were born and raised and where you have your nationality, you leave and you go abroad for greener pastures and you lose sight of where you were born and even like your family back home you lose your perspective in life now you embrace a different place as being your place of origin and everything and before you know you have lost perspective in life you lose touch with base so someone who has perspective yes you have gone abroad but always remember where you are from and make sure that whatever thing you're doing is for the benefit of your home country so that's the same perspective in the kingdom we have been deployed on earth in different countries and our perspective is to understand that we are not from here i'm not from cameroon i'm from the kingdom of god and my role is to make sure that whatever thing i do as an ambassador i'm an ambassador deployed from the kingdom of god to cameroon to represent the interest of god in cameroon to represent the interest of god in brazil to represent the interest of god in the united states of america to represent the interest of god in whatever country you find yourself you will never find an ambassador who has been deployed to a different country in in the embassy of his home country and the ambassador comes here and he or she now loves the country so much and defects becomes a citizen of that country that receives him or her and abandons his or her country that's the height of treason but that's what sadly we are all doing most of us are doing not all of us sorry most of us are doing as christians we are living our lives as though we don't know where we are coming from and we have embraced these people that god has sent us to as ambassadors and we are so estranged to where we are coming from to the point where whatever we are doing doesn't have a bearing doesn't have a significance to our home country so it's important that we understand that where you're coming from I'm listing the most important components of purpose. That's what we are doing. And the third one is, why are you here? That's really now where purpose starts. Why are you here? Are you here to pay bills? Are you here to represent your own interests? As an ambassador, ambassadors are deployed in their receiving countries to showcase the culture of their home country, to work for the interests of their home country in the country that receives them. So why are you here? Are you here just to win souls, which is beautiful? Are you here to pay your bills? Are you here to survive? Are you here just to get married? Are you here just to become an accountant or a CEO? Are you here just to build a company of your dreams? Why are you here? And for your why to have the most significant meaning, it should always come from God because you are not your own. You didn't make yourself. Like the iPhone cannot determine why was made the manufacturer determines why the iphone was created so the product cannot define its reason for being the manufacturer does so why are you here and why you're here speaks of your purpose and it is derived from god not how you feel the next component which is very important who you are meant to become your office of function who you are meant to become i have a whole lesson on the art of becoming 
for everyone, even naturally, for everyone to find usefulness in life, you must become something. You must become someone and you must occupy an office. So, Solomon Ray as Solomon Ray has no limited use in society. But for me now to find relevance, I must find an office to occupy. So you say, I want to become an accountant or I want to do accounting. So to do accounting, you must become an accountant. I want to participate in making sure that the health condition of people in my community is safeguarded. So what do I need to become? I need to become a doctor. I need to become a nurse, for example, you see. So that which you're created to do or to be is very important to God because all of us have been created to occupy an office and that office is that which gives us relevance. I have a lesson you know, entitled The Mystery of the Office. You can go back and listen to question one of this podcast, the very first question and the office that God wants us to occupy or before that, the person that God is expecting us to become is that God expects us to conform to the image of the Christ. God expects us to become as Jesus, then occupy the office of the Christ because only the Christ can be savior. Only the Christ can save. Your company cannot save the world. Your entrepreneurship journey cannot save your community. Your being a doctor cannot save your family. Your being an engineer cannot save your community. Your being a president cannot even save your country. There's only one office that salvation can flow from and it's the office of the Christ. It's very important to know that. It's the office of the Christ only. And the only person who can occupy the office of the Christ is Jesus. So we must conform to the image of Jesus, then occupy the office of the Christ, therefore finding relevance to God or for God in the earth true now earthly offices so you have Solomon Ray the accountant but really I am Solomon Ray the Christ operating in the office of the accountant in the earth where Jesus now finds relevance in the earth in that particular sector of my life and in that particular segment in the earth these four components are very important because they focus on you and everything you do flows from who you are. What you do is a consummation of who you are. So just focusing on what you are called to do is a very limited perspective in life because what you do is a consummation of who you are, where you are from, why you are here and who you are meant to be. It's a consummation, so it's an overflow. If you focus on what you are called to do and you miss this first four, what you are called to do will have a problem. And the final component that's very important is understanding the times and seasons of your purpose. Times with S. Times and season. This is so important because it helps you to understand the critical things to do per time. It helps you to interpret what is most important to do in time and space. If you don't understand the times and seasons of your purpose, then you are just going to navigate life by default and you are not going to have perspective and balance in everything that you do. It's important to understand the times and seasons of your purpose. Let's read from 1 Chronicles chapter 12. 
verse 32 from the New Living Translations. From the tribe of Issachar, there were 200 leaders of the tribe of the tribe with their relatives. All these men understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. They were these people, you know, the tribe of Issachar. And the Bible says that they had a mastery of times and season to understand what Israel ought to do at a particular time in their life. And let's read from Psalms 1 verse 3 from the ESV. He is like, so he's describing someone who focuses on the word day and night. But I want to focus on something. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Then my focus is in the season's part. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. So he's talking about the person who doesn't sit in the seat of his corners and who doesn't follow the advice of the evil people and who finds his or her delight in the word of God and meditates on the word of God day and night, then gives us now the result of that kind of life flowing from the word that the person is like a plant planted by the streams of water that yields its fruit in its season in your purpose in your time on earth your life is divided into times and seasons and there are things that god expects to have you fulfilled to have me fulfilled in specific seasons of our lives let's read finally from ecclesiastes 3 verse 11. We are still looking at just understanding the times and seasons, the importance of understanding times and seasons. He has made everything beautiful in its time. I'll end there. Do it continue, but I'll end there. He has made everything beautiful in its time. So, we have to understand purpose from these angles. So, you see that all of us, we have a lot of work to do. Not just focusing on what we have to do, but also knowing who we are in Christ, knowing where we come from, knowing why we are here, knowing who we are meant to become, knowing the office we are meant to occupy. Then, now we understand what we are called to do. The work we are called to do and how we are called to do it will flow effortlessly because who we are, why we are here, where we are from and who we are meant to become will feed those two components, what we are called to do and how we are called to do it. It will feed those two naturally and effortlessly. The reason why we are finding difficulty in having those two is because we have not still understood the first four. And finally, understand the times and seasons of our lives and of our purpose. So, Larinda, in closing, now that you've discovered your purpose, I trust that you've gone through the processes, the components I've talked about, and you don't have the funding. What do you do? Simple. Let me first say this. God always provides for what he has called me to do. Always. So, number one, continue pushing and continue doing the thing that you're doing with the resources that you have. Because there's always something that you have, like Moses had a rod and God will use that. So, there's always something you have. So, let me give you some things to do, like you're saying, what should you do? Number one, don't focus on your lack of funds, for God always provides for his work. Just be sure about that. So your focus now should be discovering who you really are in Christ Jesus. That's the most important thing to God. I wish I had time. 
we've glossed through just introductory things and we're already fine to time because a teaching on purpose can take like beyond even three hours and it's a whole series that you have to take out time and each day of maybe three or four hours or two hours you just dish out one component focus on discovering who you really are in christ we assume we know we don't know number three focus on becoming and conforming to the image of jesus christ that should be your focus also continue listening from the word and the holy spirit for further instructions don't focus on your lack of funds focus on discovering who you really are in christ jesus focus on becoming and conforming to the image of jesus christ focus on listening from the word i've not said listen to the word listen from the word the word of god is a person I've not said listen to the word, listen from the word and the Holy Spirit for further instructions. The next thing is keep refining your skills and competencies to make the most of your present career and business opportunities. Keep refining your skills and competencies to make the most of your present career and business opportunities. What is it that now you have the interest in maybe your career and things? Hone your skills and develop yourself to seize the opportunities in your career in your business. Paul was called to spread the gospel but he was still a tent maker. Very important. He will still be there making the tents and doing his business or career or whatever. But knowing that his life is far beyond that. Keep serving Jesus in and through the opportunities available to you at the moment. Use what you have now. Yes, it's true. You don't have what you wish to have. But use what you have now. You say, what do I have? You have a lot of things that you can use now. You have your life. You have time that you can use for God. Time that you wake up in the morning and sleep at night. That's time. That's a resource. Your body is a resource. Your voice is a resource. Your mind is a resource. So there are many things that we have beyond just looking at money. How are you using your body to serve God? How are you using your voice to serve God? How are you using your time to serve God? How are you using your talents, your skills to serve God? How are you using your being where you are to serve God? You are somewhere in the world now. You're in Cameroon, you're in Boya. So how do you use your time in Boya to serve God? How do you use your opportunities that you have every day to serve God? And those ones don't need money. They just need you to understand how to go about using them. And your time very important. So it's important that we understand that. So we see that purpose is deep and wide. And I assure you, we've not even scratched the surface of it. And when you're dealing with purpose, be ready to hear things that you are not comfortable listening to. Because it's God talking. Is God giving you perspective on who you are, where you are from, and what he wants you to do. Don't interpret your life from your feelings, from your passion. Those who got married had high passion for each other. But now, one in two people or five in ten people divorce. They lose their passion for for their partners. Passion is not fixed. Passion is dynamic. And passion changes in time, space, and with information. You can develop passion for something by just learning more about something and focusing on it. That's simple. So, thank you very much, Larinda. And I trust that this has helped us. But please, if you want me to do a teaching for you on purpose, I'm open for that, you know. Just contact us through the following information, you know, on WhatsApp and Telegram. The number is 674083552. I repeat, the contact for WhatsApp and Telegram is 674083552. 
please if you're reaching us through these agencies is to either find out how we can help you in teaching maybe your group your church wherever in the world we are available to make that happen and also if you want to give and support what god is doing through this podcast and other things that we do please you can also use the same details to get to us and we are going to kind of tell you how to go about it or if you're not comfortable using whatsapp and telegram you can use the email and the email is srn.podcast with s at gmail.com i repeat srn.podcast with an s at gmail.com you can reach out to us many of you are already reaching out to us and telling us how it is blessing you and also reaching out for opportunities for the podcast to have more visibility and we thank you for that we are still responding to all the mails we are getting and i think by this week we are going to respond to all and if we have not heard from us we apologize i apologize we'll make sure that we make and have all of that done this week So thank you very much, Larinda, and thank you, my dear friends, brothers and sisters, for listening. God bless you, and understand this, purpose is the most important thing to God. Your life will be a success when you discover your purpose and giving everything that you have and use your lifetime in fulfilling that purpose. Like Jesus, my anthem should be, my meat, my reason for living, my reason for being, is to do the will of him who has sent me and to finish his work. That should be your drive. That should be my drive. That should be my anthem daily. May God bless you. And I believe in you. And I believe that by hearing this, God is working on you. God is showing you new paths. If you have any questions, please, from outside of the country, make sure you reach out to us. Still using the same details. Thank you very much. Let's pray. Father, thank you for... I want to thank you for wisdom. I want to thank you for all that you're doing in and through my life and our lives. I want to thank you, Lord, for not sparing any opportunity to reveal unto us your mind. Lord, how we have known that purpose is as deep as it is. Lord, forgive us for interpreting our lives based on our feelings and our quest for things. Forgive us. We will not give any excuse because we don't have to be ignorant. Your word is there for us and your word is available to all. Lord, forgive us. But now we know that our purpose is from you. Everything, our life, our time, our existence finds purpose in you in Christ Jesus. It is from Christ Jesus that we get our purpose. Lord, teach us how to even go about it. Teach us what to do. Teach us who we are. Teach us where we are from. Teach us from your word what you want us to become. Teach us how you want us to express your will in the earth. Teach us, Father, we don't know. Forgive us for thinking that we know. We thought we knew, but now we've come to discover that we don't know as we should know. Forgive us for thinking that because we have some degrees and some awards, we must know. But your word is supreme. Your wisdom is supreme. Thank you, Father. I pray for your people. Holy Spirit, help them. As they keep listening to this episode, may you keep distilling the information that you brooded through my voice. May you keep showing them the path. May you keep revealing and making them to understand things that hitherto they had no understanding about. Holy Spirit, I pray that may you continue reminding them of these things. Teach them how they can serve you with what they have now, with their careers and with their businesses, with their time and with their bodies, with their voice, with their skills and competences. Teach them. Teach us. 
remind us. Thank you, Father. And I pray for Larinda and all those listening to me who are in need of funds to do that which you've called them to do. Lord, I pray that I speak that men come to your rescue and I speak that God's mercy and favor speaks for you. Resources are coming to you from all parts of the world in the name of Jesus. God is calling your name in the hearts of men and they will not rest until they help you out to do that which God has called you to do. I speak into your life the ministry of helpers, men and women who will not sleep and rest until they see you fulfill your destiny, providing everything that you need, signing off and writing off all your bills. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this episode. Thank you for another time of learning. And Lord, we pray for the spirit of diligence even more and your excellence flowing in and through our lives in everything we do. Be glorified in everything we think and say and do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much. It's been a long one. Again, like I've said, we have not scratched even the surface of purpose, but I always have it at the back of my mind to give us this information just as a teaser for us to know that purpose is not what we think it is. Purpose is more than what we think it is and that there is more for us to know and there is more for us to do and there is more for us to become so God can achieve that which he has planned for our lives and for himself and for others. So I've been Solomon Ray. Thank you very much. I'm signing out. See you in the next episode. Cheers and bye for now. God bless you all and love you all. Bye-bye. this episode was instructive and that you've learned a thing or two, please feel free to send in your questions using the Q&A button if you're on Spotify or use the link in the show notes below if on Apple Podcast or any other player. Getting value from this podcast, consider doing the following steps. Step 1. Leave a review after the show notes below. And step 2. Share with your friends and loved ones via your social media platforms. Also, consider showing some love by supporting us by giving towards the development of other programs using the appropriate link in the show notes as well. Do you want to share a personal message with Solomon Ray? For your testimonials and message of gratitude, use the appropriate link in the show note below to send your voice note. We truly love you and believe in you and the person you are becoming in Christ Jesus. Till then, have a blessed day ahead and remember, Jesus Christ is counting on you to influence your world for him. God bless you.